what the fuck is up guys welcome back to another episode of no holds barred um i am kind of just trying to keep the consistency of this thing going um i actually like brainstormed an episode today it is thursday and this episode will be airing on sunday and there's just been like a lot going on in my life so really this is just kind of going to be like a um i guess diary <laughs> you get to talk about my life with me um but i am getting ready to go to mexico i'm so excited i feel like that family guy skit when they're like white girls going to mexico and it's like mexico like, that's exactly how i feel right now just because i cannot stop thinking about it i cannot stop talking about it and someone take my fucking debit card and credit card away from me because i have done nothing but buy shit for this trip i don't need shit for this trip well i i, I bought what i needed like three months ago I've just been buying what I want now, which honestly, treat yourself. I mean, you know, every now and then it's, it's okay. Um, but something that I've been trying to do and kind of what this podcast, I guess, is about, um, I wrote down positive poly because I have just been in the best headspace recently. Like I really have been. And I feel like I deserve to tell you guys that I am having a good day because I feel like all I've been talking about is just the shitty parts of mental health, but sometimes it can be a lot of fun. Um, something that I've kind of learned from, again, my podcasts and the people that I follow and I watch and things like that. Um, I have been trying to one, listen to my intuition two, speaking life and just kind of, I guess, looking more on the out positive side of life more than like, you know, just honing in on those negatives. Um, a lot of people, and I have been using this term a lot lately as manifesting. I used, I, okay, before you sneer and snarl and turn my podcast off, I used to be that type of person that's like, manifesting like what are you a crystal humper like I, I don't I don't fuck with the you know, whatever, you know, like I just I was that type of person that didn't really get into the whole manifesting manifestation thing or like crystals or tarot cards or you know anything like that um I do think they hold a lot of power I think that whatever you give power to has power um and that is honestly enough said because there was this thing <laughs> I'm such a cheesy movie nerd but Practical Magic is like a really big favorite of mine. And there's a long, I'm butchering it, of course, but there's a line in there somewhere where he's like, I think it's at the end where the sheriff is like, hey, you know, curses only have power if you believe in them. And I don't, you know, and she even says too earlier in the movie, she's like, whatever you give power to has power, you know, he's a sheriff. So she takes out the, his badge and she's like, this is just a symbol. It's just a fucking star. Like, you know, you don't have, shouldn't say fucking because, you know, she's not Alexa and she doesn't have a mouth like a sailor. But she basically was saying that you only have power in this little badge because you give it power. And that's so true. Uh, I really feel like whatever you give power to, there's power in it. And that goes a lot with your words. So if you wake up every day and you're like, oh, like I got to go to work. Oh my God, I got to do this. I got to walk the dog. I got to pay the rent. I've got to, I mean, man, it's so easy to get caught up in the negativity of all that. It's very easy to get, you know, I guess blinded by all the, cause the world is very negative. I will say that. Um, just recently, and this is kind of like severely off topic. And I told myself I wasn't going to talk about this because everybody likes to bring up gun control. I'm not, this is not a political podcast. Do not come at me with their, your thoughts and opinions. Keep them to yourself. Um, but 
in the woodlands, there was a cheerleader that my sister is friends with. And in the carpool line, I guess, um, and again, fact check me if this is not how the story went, but basically what I've gathered from my sister telling me and from reports and things like that in the news, um, she was in the carpool line, went to go, you know, walk into someone's, try to get into somebody's truck thinking it was her truck, but it wasn't, it was somebody else's truck. First of all, I've done that so many times. I mean, growing up, how many fucking people in Southeast Texas had a white SUV in the car pickup line? Like, oh my God, I would do that all the time. But apparently she tried to get into the truck that wasn't hers. He freaked out and like sped up, got, got to her after they had drove off and fucking open fired and shot her, shot her friends. I think one of them got shot in the back. One of them got shot in the arm or leg, something like that. But regardless, they got shot. And it's just like, damn, like I heard that. And I was thinking, I'm kind of terrified to drive now. Um, <laughs> kind of terrified to honk my horn when someone is taking too long at a red light and the red light turned green. I don't want to like give any kind of road rage because people are fucking nuts. Not too long ago, I got followed home. Um, just about a month ago, I believe I was getting onto the highway or getting off the highway, trying to come home. And I guess I didn't let this guy over in time. And he like honked his horn. And I remember like waving saying like, sorry, sorry. Well, Literally like two seconds later, he was blinding me in my rear view mirror with his headlights because he was so fucking close to my vehicle. And he literally changed the whole course of his driving and followed me into my neighborhood. It was like a legit chase. Like he was chasing me. I was probably going like 60 miles an hour in my fucking neighborhood. Of course I didn't go where I lived. I wasn't about to show him where I live, but he was literally chasing me, cutting through neighbors yards to try and get to me. He tried to cut me off twice. He almost rear-ended me. He tried to sw side swipe me all because I pissed him off. And like, I was on the phone with the cops. I was freaking out. I was so scared and I just didn't know what to do. And I'm thinking like, I have a gun for emergencies for things like this. Like, am I about to have to use it? And it just really terrified me because people got so pissed off. But the whole point of that to say all that is that that news that I got about the cheerleader was just so negative. And like, I mean, obviously it's fucking terrible, but if you constantly, I'm constantly, constantly, constantly hearing stories about that. Our world is just fucking shitty, man. It's so shitty. But on the flip side, obviously that's an extreme example. So sorry. I'm not trying to be insensitive. That's a very terrible thing in my prayers and thoughts and anything I can do to help the community because she is like the, like right down the street from me. Um, I mean, that's just absolutely terrible. But anyway, if you hone in on all the things that you hear, like I cannot tell you how many times I've called my grandmother and she's like, did you hear what? happened on CNN. Did you hear what I saw on Facebook about so-and-so? And did you and bought and negative and negative and negative Nancy and I'm pissed and so-and-so did this. And I'm just like, fuck, it's so, it's just so draining. And like, I, I'm already a person that is, it's hard for me to see positives just because I'm a, I like to see myself as a realist. So like I see both sides of the situation, which is why I try to plan. I try to backup plan. I try to backup, backup plan for my backup plan. Hashtag Virgo. Um, but I just, I try to, you know, see all sides, the good and the bad, but it's really, really easy to get sucked into and only think of the bad. So all of that to set me up to say that I've been trying my hardest to do my little manifestations in the morning, my words of affirmation, um, 
what are they called? They call it something. They're like affirmations. I don't know. There's this thing going around right now where it's like me saying my daily affirmations in the mirror. On my mama, on my hood, I look fly, I look good. And I'm just like, fuck yeah, that shit gets me hype. And I'm like, uh, I don't believe I look good, but maybe if I keep saying it, I'll believe it one day. So I just keep saying it to myself. But honestly, the habit that that's formed. So like, I still be that as it may, I still wake up and I hate waking up. I fucking hate it. If I have to, like, I wish I could just, I don't know, skip, I don't know how that would work, but like skip the wake up process because when I'm asleep, I'm fucking asleep. Don't touch me. Don't, don't get next to me. Kyle likes to snuggle up next to me in his sleep and he's like a space heater. And I'm like, get the fuck away from me. In my sleep is literally the only time that I do not want to be touched. And when he's sleepy, it's the only time he wants to touch me. Anyway, that's neither here <laughs> But regard, can you tell that I just got back from the gym and I'm just like pumped the fuck up and I'm super excited to just do this podcast and I'm just in a great mood today. Um, but anyway, I still wake up in kind of a grouchy mood because I hate waking up. Okay. I, I really, I hate it, which all of that being said, I love my morning routine. So, you know, it's, it's give and take, but with me still waking up grouchy, you know, and kind of trying to get my groove on my way to work, I will try to listen to a upbeat playlist or something that kind of gets me happy. And I tell myself these little things, like I'll say whatever I'm feeling in the moment or whatever I need to hear from someone else, I will tell it to myself because we're working on self-love. But I will say something along the lines like, um, I'm trying to think, you know, really what I say, cause it's so different, but I'll say something along the lines, like I'm a great saleswoman because my job is in sales. Um, I'm going to hit my goals. I will get my bonus. Um, I see my, I will be traveling to Italy in 2024. Um, I, I am beautiful. I am working towards my fitness goals. Um, I am proud of myself for going to the gym at yesterday when I did not want to things like that. So really it's not necessarily like an affirmation, but more so just like positive love and light giving to myself. And I feel like that has really changed my just overall attitude. Um, you know, and if someone can't fill your cup, sometimes you need to fill your own. And I think that I've always thought that was kind of contradictory to like an empty cup, can't, an empty cup can't fill someone else's like you got to be filled, obviously. But whenever you're looking to the positives, it's just a little bit easier. Um, and something that I have kind of been doing and um, with just pretty much everyone in my life, but specifically Kyle is like every now and then we'll go through our ups and downs, right? Like as a couple, we get on each other's nerves. We probably haven't been as lovey dovey in the last couple of weeks because we're both stressed out or we just both been really busy. Um, you know, what have you things just, you know, they could, they come and they go. They're high <laughs> boys are just placeholders. They come and they go, but no, that's not, that's not Kyle. But regardless, <laughs> anyway, I, I really do need to, if anyone is tech savvy, please come up with a little jingle that says do, 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 do off track so that I can put it in my podcasts. Thank you. Thanks in advance. Love and kisses. All of that. Please send it to me. Um, anyway, I, will be kind of focusing in on the negatives of like my relationship. And this is just a minor example, but like Kyle will get on my fucking nerves. Oh, he'll get on my nerves. And I'll just think like, man, I can't remember the last time he's told me I'm pretty. I can't remember the last time this I can't, you know, and then I just start going on this rabbit hole of things that I can't stand. 
and like not necessarily about him, but like about our relationship and just us in general. And then whenever I reflect, I'm like, okay, some of those things I can change myself. Some of those things are not all him. And then I realized that I'm probably feeling negative towards him lately because all I've been doing is thinking of the things that he doesn't do. When in reality, there are so many things that he does do for me. Um, and that, and I keep using Kyle as an example, just because he's essentially my best friend and my roommate. And he just happens to be my boyfriend and the love of my life. But I mean, we are together all the time and really out here, I don't really have too many friends that I see day to day. So other than using my coworkers, which I haven't been working with for very long, you guys get Kyle. So like it or love it or leave it. Um, but basically he, I, I'll think like, okay, are we, are we good for each other? You know, and I'll get in this kind of like negative headspace about my relationship. And then I just start to kind of feel down and I feel like our, our spark is fizzling out or whatever, you know, what can I do to make it better? And just start to hone in, like I said, on all those negativities. And then I'm like kind of fighting myself. I'm, I'm working against myself. So what I've been doing and that was kind of a rabbit hole there. But what I've been doing lately is praying, manifesting, and going, saying, thinking of all the things that he does do for me. So like little, big, in the middle, whatever it is. Like if he leaves my coffee mug, he leaves my coffee mug out for me with a spoon in it every single morning. And now he's already told me his logical man brain has already told me that he does that because when he uses the spoon for his coffee and puts it down on the counter, it gets coffee on the counter. So why not just put it in a mug for me? And I'm like, Oh, I thought you were doing that to be sweet, but really you're doing it to not keep coffee, coffee off my counter. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever it works. It works both ways. I'm happy that you don't get coffee on my counter and I'm happy that you leave me a mug out. <laughs> so whatever, but he'll leave me a mug out every single morning. Also in the morning, what he does is like, he'll roll over and love on me. And that is my love language. I am physical touch. I need you to rub my back, hold my hand, caress my cheek, kiss me on the forehead. I need those things. Um, or like in the afternoon, he will, um, when I get home, offer me the TV instead of just taking the TV for himself or, um, you know, offer to drive or every now and then like he'll pick up the tab because we're definitely 50, 50 when it comes to finances and things like that. We're, we're a team. So when I started praying in manifesting and speaking life into my relationship and just focusing. I mean, regardless of what your religious beliefs are, you don't have to pray, but like, I would say like, I am in a good relationship. I am with my best friend. Kyle is the love of my life. Kyle is a great partner. Um, and just things like that. And literally I can't make this shit up. I saw a complete different, not difference, but just like it's just like weight was lifted and like the clouds were gone and we started playing with each other more and, you know, um, joking back and forth and laughing and we, our little spats and my attitude kind of got better. Cause I do have an attitude of very short temper. Um, and just all of that just kind of came together. And then in my work, I would tell myself, and I don't think necessarily that it's me I'm not like a witch. I'm not making it happen. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that if you go to work, if you're in a sales position or whatever position you're in, if you're on your way to work and you say, I am going to sell Mr. John Smith a policy today. And then you actually sell Mr. John Smith a policy that day. I'm not saying that you're going to speak that into motion and that that's exactly what's going to happen. I'm not saying to count on that. That's not really how it works. I don't think, but 
what I am saying is that whenever you're saying those things out loud and you're saying like, I'm a great salesperson, I am going to hit my goals. I am going to sell a life policy or whatever you need to do about your job or your day, or, you know, I'm going to work out today. I'm going to not forget to check the mail today, whatever you are making a mental note that you are in a positive and productive mindset so that when you get to work, you're ready to put in the work. You are ready to get this shit fucking going, get your blood going and you are ready to get on the phone, make those cold calls. Or if you're in, you know, service, whatever, go bust those tables, whatever you do, you know, whatever your job is. But like basically stating that that is the mindset you are putting yourself in for that day. So you're not like, you know, claiming these miraculous things to happen, but you are saying like, my mindset's golden. I'm in a great mood. And that's going to just flow out of you and you are going, it's kind of like to put it in perspective. And I don't really know if men do this as much as females, but not to like categorize as anybody's sex, but like when I dress up and like do my makeup, do my hair, kind of get Nick, you know, I'm a comfy over cute person. I don't know if that will ever change, but if I'm in a comfortable outfit that I feel confident in and my hair is done, my makeup's done, I had a leisurely morning routine and I got to work on time. I just, I can't, I can't, I'm productive. I'm more productive that day. I am. And I feel like that kind of get, I guess, again, to kind of give a little example of what I'm trying to say is like that putting my makeup on, doing my hair, making sure that I feel presentable, I feel confident gives me in itself confidence. And it gives me a good attitude and a good foundation to, to get shit done and be productive because I've always been told to, you dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Um, and going back to me and Kyle, he has got kind of a funky attitude about that. He's getting better. Um, hi, babe. If you're listening, <laughs> you're getting better. Um, but he'll say all the time, like, I'm not doing X, Y, Z for 40000 a year. I'm just not doing it. Blah, 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 blah. Or like, he'll talk about my dad because my dad is, you know, rather wealthy. He was not always wealthy. We did not grow up wealthy. He worked his ass off to be wealthy. And that's kind of what I told Kyle. Cause he said something like, well, yeah, your dad makes over six figures a year, you know, or however many six figures really isn't enough much nowadays, but like he makes a lot of money. I don't really know his salary, but, and that's really none of my business, but basically saying your dad makes that much. And he was like, if, if I made that much, I would work that much too. I would work that hard too. And I kind of came back and I was kind of proud of myself, <laughs> but I said, he worked that hard when he didn't make that much. And that's why he makes that much. Well, he was a boy scout. Okay. <laughs> like A boy scout of America. I really don't even think he did. I think he literally filed paperwork. Like he didn't do much. Um, and I think he like mentored and things like that. Like he was very much a, like a, 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 uh, of the woods type man, you know, a little bit, a little bit of a nerd probably, but he worked endlessly and like with his heart and soul. And he's all, my dad has always told me whether you are shoveling shit, 
you are a janitor or you're the CEO of the janitor that's shoveling shit. You work your ass off and you work, you're presentable, you're on time, you do what you need to do and you get the fucking job done. And he always calls it, so like in the restaurant business, we call FIFO first in, first first out. He calls FIFO figure it the fuck out. (laughs) He says, you need to just figure it the fuck out. Get it done, whatever you need to do. And that's what he did. He would work 12 hour days getting paid, God, I don't know, whatever the minimum wage was back in 1999, but he worked his fucking ass off. And then he put himself through school. He did what he had to do because he had ambition. Couldn't be me. I'm a three-time college dropout. (laughs) I fucking hate school. I do not like structure, which is so weird because I do like structure, but like, I like my structure. Don't tell me what to do. Anyway, this is where you guys' cool little tech-savvy jingle would come in and would say off track. But basically stating that like you work super hard for the job that you want, not the job that you have. And that's kind of what has shaped my professional life and why it has been, you know, not really recently, not in my younger years, but recently I've just been kind of reminding me of that self, myself of that. And honestly, this is an episode for another time, but like your mid twenties, your mid to like, honestly, your whole entire twenties. I feel like there's such a stigma around trying to have it all figured out when you're too, you feel like you're too young to have it all figured out, but too old to not have it all figured out. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you with me there? Did that make any kind of fucking sense? But basically like, I, I feel like I, I should be further in life than where I'm at, but trying to have grace with myself for the fact that I'm exactly where I need to be for me because everybody's on their own story. Everybody's on their own track. But going back to speaking life into yourself and claiming what you want for yourself, it's so true. And it's honestly made my workouts better because like today, for instance, oh my God, if I could have, if you could have came up to me and said, Alexa, I'll give you five cents if you, and you you take the five cents and you won't go to the gym. I'd be like sold. Like that's how much I did not want to go to the gym, but I did. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to reward myself. I'm going to feel good. You always got to think of your future self. Right? So like whenever I'm just super craving fried chicken, Oh, like mouth watering, crunchy fried chicken from Raisin Cane's or Chick-fil-A. Oh my God. I just want some fried chicken. And I think I have to think of my future self. I have to think that, Yes, it's going to taste good. Yes, it's going to be amazing. But like for maybe the five minutes that it takes me to gobble it down and inhale it into my body, it's going to taste good. After that, I'm going to feel like a greasy sack of shit because I ate outside of my diet. I ate heavy fattening food and, you know, it's just going to be this carousel of spiraling downward of you know, feeling horrible for myself because that's kind of what that food tends to do. Heavy food makes you feel heavy emotionally, physically, all of the above <laughs> I'm retarded. But anyway, um, so yeah, th- that's, I have to think of my future self and that's kind of what I did this afternoon. So I was like, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to go to the gym. I thought about how I did not want to go to the gym. And then I, it takes a lot of awareness. I will say that it takes a lot of awareness and a lot of mental power that I'm still trying to work on because the brain is a muscle, just like any, anything else. You go to the gym, you do squats for your ass and your quads. 
you got to do shit for your brain too. You got to, you know, you got to help, you got to help figure it out. But I thought of my future self and I thought I'm going to get home if I don't go to the gym and I'm going to feel anxious and I'm going to feel restless and I'm not going to know why and it's going to give me more anxiety. And then I'm going to realize that I'm not being able to sleep well because I didn't go to the gym. So just go to the fucking gym, get the 45 minutes out of the way. Just, and I always tell myself, just show up, just show up. If you don't, if you go in and all you do is a five minute walk on the treadmill, hey, better than sitting on your couch. You know what I mean? So I went with the intent of just doing a five minute walk on the treadmill. I showed up, I got dressed, I'm here, I'm, I've been seen. And guess what happened? I did 10 minutes on the treadmill and then I lifted heavy, like super heavy. I was there for over an hour and I had the best fucking workout because I pushed myself and I made myself a mental note that I'm going to take care of myself first, no matter the cost. And I was claiming for myself that I'm going to have, I was putting it out there. I was putting it in my mindset. I'm going to have a good workout. I am so proud of myself. I am working towards my goals. Yada, yada, yada. And I did it. I got there. I figured it the fuck out. FIFO. And I got to, and now I'm home and I'm in the best mood. I cleaned up a little bit. I'm in my bedroom. I did not spill my wine. If you were tuning into last week's episode and I'm just having a great day because I actually went to the fucking gym. Now, all of that too, I will say that my mindset has changed a lot. And that's, I had an old friend reach out to me today and he's very big on the like poor pitiful me. Why is this happening to me? Why is, you know, like I, I can't believe this happened to me out of all people. Why me? Why me? And that's really like as cliche as it sounds. It's so, it's so accurate. Like it's literally verbatim out of his mouth. He would say, why me? And I'm like, that's just such a turnoff for me, like in general. So I really don't know how to help people when they come to me with that attitude. And I want to help you. I want to do what I can. But like, I feel like when you're already in that mindset of why me, you're already in that victimized mentality where you're like, everything's happening to me, not everything's happening around me type thing, you know, and they're already so deep into that victimized rut that whatever you tell them, they're not, you're not going to do anything because they don't want help. They want you to feel sorry for them. They want you to ta-ta the baby, pat them on the back and love them through it so that they can have their little pity party. And then they're going to have a five second rebound bait and they're back to doing whatever it is that make them feel this way because it's all about your fucking choices. It is about your choices. And this specific person has made some fairly bad choices. Um, I love him to death. He when I met him, well, I, I, I met him like at my sophomore freshman year of high school, but like we've kind of rekindled and then fell off and then rekindled again and then fell off again. And every now and then we'll like, how are you doing? I hope all is well, whatever. And then we'll be gone. And then every now and then he'll come to me because I used to be like, oh my God, you know, what can I do to help? You're amazing. You're an awesome person. And I would just feed into his little, you know, whatever he needed. I was like, you're amazing. It is not your job to make someone else feel good about themselves. Okay. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Someone, no one else is responsible for your happiness. No one else is responsible for your joy. No one else is responsible for your attitude. And honestly, quit giving people the fucking power to ruin your day. Like today at work, I, my coworker came in super mad. She's got a lot going on in her home life, but she just came in pissed. And yesterday before she left for work, she was talking about, um, 
or before she left work after the work day, she was talking about some things that she had going on and like how she's, she's got teenagers at her house right now. She's a mom and she was like, Oh, I'm going to kill these fucking kids. And you know, we were kind of laughing about it, but I guess it escalated over the night and something happened that, you know, obviously she didn't share with us. Um, but she came in and I was like, good morning. Cause usually she comes in like super just ball of sunshine. Good morning guys. You know, super happy. Well, she wasn't. So I can kind of, you know, I'm reading the room. Not everybody has good days all the time. So I get it. I'm definitely that way myself. Um, and when I'm in those moods, I don't want to be fucked with. Okay. Don't talk to me. Do not give me a reason to bite your head off that because I, I have no self-control. That's a part of myself that I'm working on. Um, but basically she came in and I was like, good morning. I said, so did you kill anyone last night? You know, joking because she was like, these kids, I'm going to fucking kill them. And she looked at me like with a literal scowl on her face. And she was like, no, but the day's fucking young. And kind of like gave me the up and down, like, bitch, say one more word and I'm going to kill you. And I was like, oh, okay. okay, backing off. Like I hear you loud and clear, but all of that, like, energy that she came in with and just like that flow of attitude I was like my first initial reaction because I, I would like to call myself an empath um of sorts because I I very much I don't want to call myself an energy vampire but I do feed off others energies um what's that show in the shadows or something or what they do in the shadows that's fucking hilarious oh my god it's so fucking funny there's basically a vampire it's about vampires obviously um and the vampire is an energy sucking vampire and he'll just suck all the energy from you so if like if you're super happy and elated he'll like suck that in and just be like you know whatever you are and that's kind of like what I was doing so I was like absorbing her negativity. And I was like, uh, uh, I was like, no, we're not gonna have this day. I got up. I went to the bathroom. I washed my hands. I went outside, got a breath of fresh air and I came back inside. I just kind of erased myself. And I told myself, you know what? I'm not going to let her bad mood feed onto me. I'm going to see if my good mood will feed onto her. And honestly, we got in our morning meeting. I was making jokes. I was laughing. I decided I decided that no one else was going to rob my happiness. No one else. I was not going to give her the power to take my mood. And I it ended up fixing. So just as much as negativity will bleed and spread and grow like a cancer, so will positivity. And you just got to choose. You have to make that statement, make that claim for yourself and say, I am not going to give someone else the power to ruin my day. I'm going to ruin it myself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, seriously, people, people have a lot of power if you give it to them. And that kind of goes back into my thing that I said earlier, you, whatever you give power to will have power. And that is just all I got to say on that. Um, and something else that I kind of wanted to touch on too, that I feel like goes into being positive and just kind of keeping a, he a healthy and exciting and positive mindset is celebrating other people's positivity and celebrating other people's wins. So like in our office, what we like to do or what we, we do actually, and I fucking love it. I've never been in an office that does this and it's so fun, but anytime you get a sell, like for example, if I sell an auto policy to someone and they have two cars and I 
cross sold them their homeowner's insurance policy or whatever. That's like three items, right? It's two cars and one home. So I'll ring a little bell that I have on my desk three times because I sold three items. And it's so fun. It's a way to let everybody else in the office know that shit's getting done. We're selling things. We are being productive. It's a good day. The more dings, the better day. So I'll be like, ding, ding, ding. Like I got a sale. And everyone's like, usually depending on the mood of the office, but typically my coworkers and my boss are like, hell yeah, uh, way to go. You know, kill it. Who was that? Oh, it's Lexa. Great job. What'd you get? You know, and it's just like super inviting and motivating and positive, helpful, uplifting. How many adjectives can I throw in this fucking sentence? But basically it's, it's really fun and it's a good way to keep the a positive morale in the office. With that being said, I used to be that type of person that was kind of, I mean, I guess I can use the word jealousy. I, I I guess I can, because I was a little bit jealous, honestly, of people like, okay, so for example, in my old office, there was this girl, um, we'll just call her Ashley. She basically, <laughs> she was really good. Okay. She was a really good saleswoman. I was just starting out, but she had a really bad attitude towards me. And I think it's because looking back, I think it's because me just starting out, I was able to keep up with her numbers. And I think it intimidated her a little bit. Um, not to like pat myself on the back or, you know, be conceited with that, but I, I'm just speaking my truth here. But anyway, she was really good. And like, we can see how many sales we've had for the month. So like, I can see that, I don't know if I was calling her Ashley or Allie, but basically her name starts with an A. Um, I would see that she sold, you know, 40 items this month and I only sold 20. So I would be like, ugh, you know, like ah, she, she's doing so much better, you know, whatever. And that's just kind of shitty, <laughs> all around shitty. Be happy for that person. Be happy that they are making ends meet, that they are killing their commission, that they are doing exactly what they need to do to provide for their family and their household, and that they're killing it. We get 10% off of our sales. That's a lot. The more you sell, the more you get. And there's tears in commission. Whenever I hit my, my, I like maxed out the commission scale in February because it was just a really good month. And everyone was so fucking happy for me. And my coworker, she was like, hell yeah, dude, you deserve that. And I was like, you know what? I do deserve that. And her attitude towards me, the next time she got a sale and the next time that she was doing what she needed to do and hitting her goals, I was like, fuck yeah, man. That's fucking amazing. Hell, good job. How'd you do that? You know, like tell me your process and just celebrated her for a second. There's no problem in that. And I think the more you do that for others, the more easier it'll be to the more easier. Is that proper English? I don't know. Anyway, grammar Nazis don't come for me, but the easier it will be to do it for yourself. Um, and I've said that before in a previous episode that I feel like the, the more kind you are to others, the kinder you will be to yourself and the kinder you are to yourself, the kinder you will be to your others. It's all in a flow, baby. It's all circle. It's the circle of life. God, I'm not a singer, <laughs> but anyway, um, Oh, and honestly, a little like sneak peek into this weekend. I'm going to a karaoke contest and I'm super excited about it. The main, the first prize winner gets $400 and that would just make my day. Um, back to manifesting. That is something that I'm going to say. I'm going to be like, I am going to win that karaoke contest. And what I'm really saying that for is to give me energy and momentum and confidence to go up there and fucking kill it because it's not about the prize. It's about having fun. But honestly, it is a little bit about the prize because I want to be, I want to win. Um, anyway, <laughs> off track. Um, we just kind of celebrated Stephanie, but now going back to and my coworker, Stephanie, um, going back to 
celebrating now she kind of will text me whenever she gets a sale and she's like hey i got this after hours it was worth it and i'm like okay i feel like she's needing me to be that cheerleader for her so i'm like you fucking rock dude because every now and then you know you need a little pep in your step right um and something that i just can't stop thinking of you guys (laughs) um so i was I am very much a type A person. And I saw a meme the other day that was like type type A people versus type B people. And it was a little drawing. And it said, <laughs> sorry, this, this is so true. And it's so me. And I even showed it to like some of my friends and my family. And they were like, fuck me if that's not fucking accurate. And now it's become like a running joke. But like, I'll say it was a meme and it was type A and type B. And they're both like, you know, walking and type A is like running and he's trying to get to the end of the finish line or whatever. Type B goes, Hey man, slow down and smell the flowers. So the next clip is type A grabbing a bouquet of flowers and shoving them so far up his nose. And then the next clip is a trophy that says number one flower smelling champion. (laughs) Yes, that is me. I've got to be the best at what I do at all times. I've got to be, I got to kill it. I got to do it now. I got to do it. I need it done yesterday. Like I'm just so type A and it's so hard. It's so hard to like release that man, because like, and that's kind of another reason why I am so hard on myself and why I'm trying to get better at it. Because if I'm not immediately good at a craft activity, or if I'm not doing something to the best of my fucking ability, I'm like, you worthless sack of potatoes, like get off your ass and get shit done. FIFO, figure it the fuck out. But I, I mean, I just, I am, and I cannot, I cannot escape it. I'm trying, but it's almost to the point. It's kind of one of the things, one of those things where it's like, okay, this is something that is just truly in my character. Um, I just, I am a type A lady. Um, and kind of to what I said about in the beginning about listening to my intuition, something that, um, AG university, the podcast that I listened to kind of helped me and what also helps me in being positive and being you know, just having that manifestation prayer and setting up a positive and grateful attitude for the day is she called in the way she said that you can distinguish between intuition and anxiety is that anxiety brings a lot of chatter. So like when you're thinking about something and you're wanting to know if it's good or if it's bad or whatever, and you just like thoughts are just firing off like an atom and they're just like bouncing off the walls and you're, you're thinking about 10 million things at one time. That's chatter. So like, it's just, it's all in your head. It's thoughts, 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 thoughts. Whenever something is right and something that you feel in your gut and you just can't stop thinking about that one thing. And it's just like that one word, that one sentence, that one song, whatever it may be, that's kind of your intuition. Now, if you can figure out a way to help me distinguish still, because I'm still having issues, because then I'll have anxiety about having chatter. I mean, the way my brain works, it's a mystery. Um, But I am an enigma. But I think that that's kind of accurate because whenever I am trying to think about my positive and doing my affirmations and thinking, and cause sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I have to reach and sometimes I have to think like, okay, what should I say about myself? You know, like what, not every day is an easy, oh, I'm beautiful. I love myself. I'm the daughter of a King. I have a great relationship. Not every day is easy. Some days I'm like, I'll think in my head that chatter will come, right? So I'm saying like, I'm beautiful, but right behind the I'm beautiful thought or 
I'll say it out loud right behind saying I'm beautiful. There will be a thought that comes. Yeah, but you're still fat. Or like, yeah, you still have cellulite on your legs. Or, you know, I'll follow up that positive with a negative. And I'm not good at math, but I'm pretty sure a negative times a positive is a negative. Is that right? I don't know. Anyway, but pretty much trying to eliminate that chatter when you're thinking of positive things. So if you're, if you, if you have to think of something and you're like, I'm beautiful and you follow it up like me with something like you're fat, ixnay that take it away and out goodbye see you later bye felicia all of it get rid of it it's chatter and it's not necessary how many times have you gone into a room a crowded room and you cannot make out a single sentence anyone's saying but you just hear a roar of a whole bunch of people talking that's just too much it's too not everybody is built for that type of atmosphere it's okay if you're not but don't let that don't let that be loud for you. And I know that's so hard to do. And if you're anything like my fucking boyfriend that I love him to death, but he's, he's so good at being like, Oh, just don't think that way. Just change your brain. And like, there's, <laughs> there was a sound not too long ago, um, on TikTok. God, I need to get off TikTok, but basically it was saying like, um, me thinking me worrying and thinking about stress and then realizing that I control my brain and I can think about whatever I want. And then it's like, boom, you're thinking about something else. And I'm like, bitch, if that worked, we would use it. That shit don't fucking work. Like, come on. <laughs> but seriously, the chatter that comes with all, and it takes time. It takes a lot of time. Um, it takes time to, again, going back to the first thing I said about celebrating people's wins it takes time to celebrate your own wins, man. It, it takes a while. Um, there was a long time in a period of my life where I didn't think that I was worthy to celebrate anything that I was winning, like winning at. Like if I did go to the gym every day uh, for a week, that to me is something that needs to be celebrated. To me, that's something that needs to be, wow, good job, bitch, you know, whatever. But back in uh, previous days, I would think like, okay, don't celebrate that. That's that's what you're supposed, that's the bare minimum. And that kind of goes again into my little trauma box, you know, my hotel room that has the trauma up there in the lobby that is my brain of my dad. I remember like having a good day, coming home and cleaning my room and doing my chores and doing my homework without being asked to do it. And I would walk up and be like, dad, I did all my chores today. You didn't even have to ask me to do it. And he was like, I'm not gonna reward you because that's exactly what you should be doing. And I'm like, I think that's kind of ass backwards, <laughs> to be honest. I kind of think that's fucking shitty. So like a dog, okay? And I'm not saying we're dogs, all right? I'm not saying that. But we are animals nonetheless. And I think that like a dog, like my dog Teddy, little Theodore Roosevelt over there, that's currently drooling, asking me when I'm going to feed him. And I've already fed you. Go away. But anyway, he will do something good. And the only way he's going to know that it's something good is if he gets something that he classifies as good or something that he wants, like a treat. So if he gets out of the kitchen while I'm cooking, when he's notorious for being right underneath my feet and I cannot stand dogs in the kitchen, he will get a treat. Teddy, get out of the kitchen. He gets out of the kitchen, gets a treat. Teddy, sit. Wait until your food is poured. Do not eat it out of my fucking hand while I'm trying to feed you, you fat fuck. And I'll give you a treat. So it's rewarding good behavior. 
as well as disciplining, you know, like if he snips at somebody, if he jumps on people when they get in the door, okay, grab a roll of toilet paper or no, toilet paper. Wow. Grab a roll of newspaper and pop them on the nose or something, you know, like I, I'm very a big advocate of discipline and rewards. And I think that, and this is a, such a world of participation trophies and I'm not fucking about it. I cannot stand that everyone's a winner. Okay. There is a line in, again, I'm a movie nerd specifically a Disney nerd, but there's a line in Incredibles where she's like, everyone's special dash. And he says, that's just another way of saying no one is. Oh my God. I have been in love with that line forever. And also even they, they come back around to it at the end of the movie where he's like, and if everyone's super, no one will be. And it's just so true. We can't all be, per we can't all be winners because what, the, what what's the point of fucking winning what's the point of being excited if someone else also got what you worked your ass off to get right like if little jimmy and little timmy are playing soccer and they're on opposing teams and jimmy kicks the fuck out of timmy and kicks their team's ass but timmy also gets a trophy what the fuck did i work so hard to beat you for like that's we need losers so that you can be winners and again it's all about your choices and your mindset if you're a fucking loser and you don't want to be a loser fucking fix it Get up off your ass and work for it. Go to practice. Go watch YouTube videos. Go hang out with someone that is successful. Watch their strategies. Watch what they're doing. Take notes. Ask questions. Be inquisitive. And figure it the fuck out, my dudes. Like, where's the money, Lebowski? Fucking figure it out. Get that shit done. And... I cannot stress this enough. The company you keep is so important because I used to hang out with these people that I thought were so cool, man. They were so cool. They gave me free weed. They would just hang out all the time, go to these parties and these clubs. Oh, it was draining. Now, if that's what you love, cool. Keep doing it. But I it's could not be me. Not for me. I will go to a house party all day long where I know everyone invited. I don't really much like going out. Um, that's again off track but surrounding yourself with people who lift you up like I don't think I have ever made this much money in my life and coincidentally it was around the time that I was hanging out with successful like-minded ambitious people I met my friend Brittany the most ambitious and innovative person I know I met Jordan through her who is so fucking strong mentally and she may think she's not but she so is and the perception that I get of her she just she kills it and she's very determined and she has made me determined and it's like I said positivity feeds positivity and I've said this in a past episode hurt people hurt people but healed people healed people and it's there's just nothing more I can say about that. The company you keep is very important. And kind of biblically for my Christians out there, I feel the same about like my bridesmaids. I feel like those are the people that are supposed to hold you up and pray for you and walk down the aisle with you. And you have this special moment of ceremony between you, God, and your spouse and all the people that walked the walk with you leading up to your spouse. It's just such a beautiful thing. And it's just the company that you keep. And honestly, if people are not meant for you, you shed them like dead skin. And if something does not come your way that you have, not, that you've been manifesting and you've been asking for, then it's probably was not for you. And honestly, what I say all the time, if you don't like what's being said, change the fucking conversation. 
You are in control. At the end of the day, it is all about your mental stability, your mental power, and the fact that you have control to do, you have free will. Okay. Let's not forget about that. Now with that, there is every, you have to remember everyone has free will. And that means the Jeffrey Dahmers, the nasty fucks, like the, the, the murderers, the rapists, the molesters, the people who shoot cheerleaders for trying to get into the wrong car, the people that are fucking shitty. Evil is evil, man. Okay. I've said this for years. Just because you put a stop sign up at a four-way stop does not mean everyone's going to come to a complete stop. Some people are going to run that motherfucker. You can put as many laws and as many regulations up as you want there. You cannot stop evil. Evil is evil. Good is good. And you have the choice. You have the choices. You have what you bring to the table. And that is so important. And honestly, that's pretty much all I have to say to you guys. This is probably a little short episode, but I'm starving. My stomach is about to eat its way through my ass, which if you have seen my ass, it's got a lot to eat, but I really, I, anyway, I am going to go pour myself another glass of wine. I'm going to go eat my meal prep. I'm going to relax. Kyle is at work still. And so he's going to be coming home soon. I'm going to clean up the house a little bit for him so we can relax and watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is out. New episodes every Friday. Also, um, something that I've been working on. Uh, I am going to be, well, I'm, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to do, I'm going to practice what I preach and I'm putting this out there and I'm giving myself the motivation. I am manifesting and claiming this for myself. I am going to be a lifestyle blogger. I am starting a YouTube video. I am on the very outskirts of it. I've been saying this for a while, as you guys know, anyone's been listening. Um, and thank you so much for your support. We've only, we've almost hit 300 views. Oh my fucking God. I cannot fucking believe it, but I am going to be doing a little bit of both. I'm going to probably be trying to record my episodes, which is going to be a little bit hard because that takes money and software that I just do not have. But I'm also going to be trying to do like a lifestyle blogger. I am I'm doing it on TikTok right now to get my feel for it and try and get my style of editing and video and angles down. I'm in the research process, but I'm out here doing the damn thing, y'all. And it's so much fun. And it's kind of like a way of like doing home videos, right? So like, I'm really not doing it for the clout. If you follow me, subscribe. Or if you don't subscribe to my YouTube channel, I'm not really here for like the money or the fame or the followers or the subscriptions. That would be so nice. And honestly, I welcome it. And I'm, you know, I would love it, but I'm doing it more so to look back and be like, oh my God, do you remember when we went to Mexico for Jordan's wedding? Oh my God, do you remember when we went on that cruise? Or look at that concert we went to in Colorado. Things like that. I just want to vlog. I want a day in my life, lifestyle, all of that. So if you feel like you want to follow along, that's something you would like. I would love to have you. I would love for you to give me your ideas. I'm always one to like, I, I want ideas, baby. I want creative juices flowing. But I absolutely fucking love you guys. I am killing it today. I'm so excited. Tomorrow's going to be another great day. Tomorrow is my last day of work for a fucking week. And then the next time I see you, I will be talking about my time in Mexico and that vlog will hopefully be going up. And then I also have a couple more guests coming up soon. So yeah, we're out here. We're positive poly, baby. We're manifesting our dreams. We're claiming that shit. We are dressing for the job we want, not the job we have. We're celebrating our lives. We're celebrating our wins. We're celebrating other people's wins. We are not letting everybody else dictate our moods. And most of all, we're not giving into the chatter and we are speaking life into ourselves. We love ourselves. We are amazing. I love you all, you beautiful, beautiful people. And that's a wrap. Have a good night.